0: And then he, like, does much more elongated, like, eye contact. And he's like, I want something subtle and penetrating.
1: Hey, you're 86. I'm Justin Myers, and this is a show about how bartenders handle bad situations. Hey, pretty lady. Have you ever been hit on at work? It's an uncomfortable situation that bartenders, especially female bartenders, have to face all too often. My guest today is Celia Camacho. She's worked in the industry since 2010. And we had a great discussion about how to handle this challenging interaction. Let's get into it.
0: So in Central Valley, you just like pick whether you want to go with LA teams, you want to go with Northern California teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're like, maybe they'll win today. <laughs> you remember that winning streak? Yeah, let's get you know,
1: yeah. yeah. Back. So uh, about those those awkward. Interactions. I imagine it probably happens to you more than it does to me, where customers are hitting huh, on you.
0: Not necessarily.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've definitely been been flirting with and hit on and and before, but um, um maybe you can just give me some examples of of times that that's happened to you and what you did.
0: Well, starting with like like a positive version, like especially if you go to a a craftier cocktail bar. Like, I've had really pleasant, like, natural interactions where, like, I get a drink, especially if it's, like, one of the more um, complicated, stirred drinks, which is what I usually get when I go somewhere. And then, um, and the bartender's really into it, too. Um, but not not, like, in a pedantic way, but just like, oh, yeah, like, we make that. This is really cool. Like, this brand is sustainable. And, like, and we're talking about that and then
1: this is when you're a guest at the bar.
0: Yeah, and then over the course of that, like, if I'm flirting with them, like oftentimes it's usually just a, oh yeah, like thanks thanks for making a really good drink. like like uh, thank, thanks for being awesome. And it'll kind of be like the same thing. like uh, oh they'll like they'll like give me a, a like a like a casual like compliment go like over the course of it or they'll like acknowledge like hey, like, I'm, I'm really glad you you're having a, you're having a good time. like nice to see you. And so then like that kind of that kind of area like happens a lot but like I feel a lot of times they're you can kind of sense that it's consensual. Um, you know there's a lot of like like smi- like a lot of smiling and like warmth and eye contact. And it's maintained at a level, um, like a, at a situational level, like easing easing into like, oh, what's what's around us? Like um, what brought you here? Um, and So that that would be like a common example that I think is one of the nice things about working in this industry. But for example, uh, a few weeks ago, a guest came here and uh, I already kind of knew something was off because um, a, I felt like a co-worker was pawning him off on me. He, was, he said uh, in a rushed way, um, oh, you're, you're really good at, um, at um, reworking classic drinks. Do you, do you want to do that for this guest and I had just come on the floor and I was looking at the well like a bar back to what I usually do and being like oh I gotta do this this and this and I was like okay sure and so um so I started making the drink and um and the guest uh keeps asking he keeps asking for attention in in an awkward way like he like for instance he had the menu closed, and um, I forget exactly what he said, but he asked for a snack in a way that suggested that oh why why hadn't I asked him if he wanted food, or mm-hmm. um, or didn't I know that he wanted food he he'd been waiting, and and I, I just rolled with it I was like oh maybe he's someone who's used to getting what they want um, he's just in his own head he's like really wants fine dining type service like but at the same time I did get like a like a weird vibe from him um which you know since vibes are so up in the air like I just would rather like focus on the oh he's just needy
1: Uh, no the functional part of the job
0: yeah but then I was attending to the other the other guests um so I just started um like going down the line like hey are you doing all right make a drink checking on these folks, checking on these new folks. And um, and even though I, I thought it was just normal service, like no one was really waiting, he was like, oh like you you give everyone else so much attention. And he, like he said pretty much those exact words. And um, my approach, like when whether or not I feel like it's at the level of harassment or whether it's just like an uncomfortable situation. My approach is to try to keep it functional. So my like first reaction is is to be matter of fact, and sometimes it doesn't work very well because some guys will be, uh, they'll they'll stop when it's more of a joke. But um, I just said something like, um, "Oh, like there's a lot of people coming in and out. I'm just moving up and down the line. Um, is there anything else that I can get for you?" Um, and that seemed to work fine, especially because the other bartender had, had also started uh, serving everybody. But then later he like for his third drink, he was like, you know what, I want something and then and then he like does much more elongated like eye contact and he's like, I want something subtle and penetrating.
1: Wow. And um, just dropping the innuendo.
0: And uh, and I think that that is just, like, I feel like I don't even need that many examples. Like, that, like, encapsulates, like, just so many experiences where you're, like, okay, this is, this is no longer, like, fun. This is no longer something where we can, like, conversationally work out whether or not we want this to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, okay.
1: At what point does it cross a line and become more... Of harassment or coercion or or something really negative like that. You know, when, when is it like, oh, we're all just having fun and being flirty versus like, all right, now, like, no, you're done. Like, <laughs> mm.
0: I I think that it's a combination of um, amount of attention asked for and words chosen. Um, Mm -hmm. like if a guy comes to the bar and he doesn't know me, he says, Hey, pretty lady, can I get a drink from you? That, that I is not an approach that I would like tell my guy friends to take, but especially, um, like older men, I, I'm okay with, with brushing it off. Um, and I'm not saying that that's something like culturally that, like I'm going to like advocate for continuing mm-hmm. but if it stays there and then and then they get their drink
1: like if they keep pushing it after you brush it off
0: yeah so it's like if after they get their drink and then instead of us talking about other things or them hanging out with their friend or or whatever is going to happen that day if they keep going on the oh i think you're pretty trained i want you to to do something related to the fact that I think you're pretty. You know, like, like sometimes it won't even be like the situation of that, of the guy I was talking about earlier where he watches me serve other people. Sometimes guys will just, will just interrupt. Like say someone's like, hey pretty lady and then I take care, I take care of him and then, and I serve someone else and then he's like, hey, hey, what about go, go take care of someone else or they're like, there's like a line forming. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, hey, that, that, that drink looks good. Maybe I should get that next. You know, just like...
1: I just in- won't leave you alone.
0: Interjecting. And uh, that whole territory, too, is where I think that kind of... That descends into, like, severe harassment as well. Because that's, like, the verbal form of grabbing. Uh-huh. And I think that grabbing is, like, the umbrella. All right, like, this is harassment. This is the complete opposite of consensual and um, and it doesn't have to be a big moment, like it can be verbal grabbing, and especially for like my female friends, like it can be somebody lightly grabs your wrist when you drop off the check. Someone can lightly grab your wrist to give you the check when you're walking by them. They can not so lightly like do that. Actually, I haven't had this happen to me, but I've had female friends with long hair have their hair pulled for for the same reason, it can be like just to close someone out, or just someone has a question, waste grabbing. Um, I've, I mean, most of us have had that happen in in clubs, but um, but that can even happen like in a bar, or restaurant setting, even when it's just like a guy walking by you to go to the bathroom, and and then it's obvious it's like you you didn't have to do yeah. that. There's plenty of
1: yeah. Space. You could say excuse me.
0: <laughs> and um and I had that happen to me on a Friday night here where um this guy, I mean, I was moving as fast as I could and I was closing out a lot of people and cleaning a lot of stuff. And not even when I'm I am facing him, but when the moment I turn around is when he um decides to like grab at my waist and it was so like like rapid and unprecedented that I was just like, oh, like, like what happened? Did I like knock against the trash can or something? Yeah,
1: i was surprised.
0: And then, and then like I, I turned around and I realized, I'm like, oh, like,
1: so and, what, did you, what did you do then? Well,
0: thankfully I already had like a distraction. I already had glassware. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I just went and took care of the glassware and I like took long enough that I felt like a couple minutes had passed and then I went back to see if he if even he closed out yet. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he had been at that point. But if he hadn't, um, I would have asked a coworker to close him out.
1: I see. So there's, there's certain points where it's better to just change personnel to solve the issue.
0: Well, uh, I've had instances where someone has done that in front of me. Like I was shaking a cocktail and a guy grabbed my... Um, upper arm and was and he said something to the effect of like like oh like you look so good doing that and i said oh yeah like so either something like this is a great drink or i'm happy making this drink but please please don't interrupt my shaking like Mm -hmm. that so that was a long time ago i don't remember the situation escalating i don't think it did but um that issue of like like personally addressing especially like when it's a a girl to a guy uh i f- i feel like it, it it can go sour it can go well like i, I would say like 50 50 because sometimes unfortunately even if you're like measured and and you make eye contact and you show them that like you you mean it that sometimes that, that that's like the right thing to do but it instigates like the opposite reaction and then they get more frustrated mm. So, like, that's what I've been trying to, like, navigate and try to learn a pattern of, of, like, is this someone who's going to respond well to a constructive no?
1: That's a good question, because I think a lot of these, a lot of things they're supposed to be doing, behaving this way. Like Just because that's sort of the world they're they're brought up in. I'm not saying that justifies it, but it's, like, how do we educate these guys that are doing this kind of thing, that that are, like grabbing or, or like, cause I feel like they don't have an education of like, Hey, that's not mm-hmm. okay. And here's what is okay. How would you go about in the moment saying, Hey, that's not okay. You know, we need to do this differently.
0: I would say being as, as matter of fact as possible with maybe some dry humor thrown in. Um, even, even if it, does end up not resolving the situation is, is kind of the way to go. Like, um, Kimberly and I used to joke about, um, like half our job was being, um, a very experienced kindergarten teacher. (laughs) Um, and honestly, like we, or at least I didn't think of it as, as thinking of people as, as children necessarily, but I thought of it more as like, like when you're, when you are dealing with children you are dealing with a lack of experience and a lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's very similar, very similar. Um, And you're also trying especially hard to like, to like not hurt their feelings and like, and to, to acknowledge that like, you're aware that they'll have emotions about the situation. So like, Oh, you, you, you dropped, you dropped your crown. It's not, it's, from what I've I've heard from other teachers, because my mom's a kindergarten teacher, mm-hmm. it's not supposed to be like, oh, you, you dropped your crowns, that should never happen again. It's like, oh you dropped your crowns. That must suck. Let's see if we can find you more crowns. Um, you were like you were really into this this art project. Um, you know, like, is it finishable like or not? And yeah, and I think so I think acknowledging is important. Um, because actually I think part of the reason why some men react really strongly is because like, that is the new experience for them. They're Mm. like, like, oh, this is, this is not, not what I thought. And then also I think that the way that coworkers respond is important as well. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want like, especially like a male coworker, which most of the time I haven't seen anybody like do this, but I wouldn't want them to like throw down like, 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 oh, what are you doing?
1: Like show like, like a bodyguard.
0: Like, you gotta get out now. Yeah. Because, because, like it's it's not about that. Like yeah. I, I think that it doesn't um, really
1: solve the issue, it just escalates it, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, and and I think that the way that this is talked about casually, like, doesn't really get at that. Like most of the time it's like, Oh, you should you should never say those things or or I can handle myself. And it's much more subtle than that. Like someone can say something that you don't like, but it's in this gray area where it's not subtle and penetrating. Um, <laughs> but it's, but it's still like, oh, like, no, like, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if it's too much for me to handle and I have someone like help me, I would also want them to be like, be like, hey, hey, buddy, you like you, you need you need anything else? Like, how's it, how's it going? Here's, here's some water. All right, here, like, let me, uh you know, let me get my check for you. I'm gonna get your check for
1: you. Um. It's interesting. This is a really interesting discussion because we are in the context of service. Like we are in the service industry. Yeah. And we're having to serve guests. But, you know, the, there used to be a time when the customer is always right, you know? And it was even accepted like men would just harass women that worked at restaurants. And, yeah. And it's like, we don't live in that time anymore but we still have to provide service but you know good service doesn't mean letting dudes grab you so how do how do we navigate dealing with people's actions like that in the context of also providing good service it's a very complicated thing
0: i think it goes like back to other situations though like if you're with your friends like you don't want to just let your friends behave badly around you yeah um like of oftentimes that's actually the best solution for these kinds of things is when you have like a group of people and one of them acts out and like one of their friends is like, hey man, that's not cool. Mm. Come on, come on over here. Well, uh, like.
1: That's actually one of the best strategies for cutting people off too. It's like getting their friends involved.
0: Yeah, like the sober friend. Yeah, totally. I think like a good place to start, even though it's so broad, is just like, is just being, like just being thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Like, and guys, guys who are who are like flirtatious, like by by nature, like you can you can tell the ones that are more thoughtful about it, mm. like that just they like being the bachelor, but they like they're not they're not desperate.
1: Yeah, I definitely have friends like that. I, I've and I've certainly known people that have been customers or bartenders and have ended up, you know, being being a couple. And they met at the bar. Um, I guess we talked about this a little bit um, earlier, but it seems like it's just a it's just a matter of decency and and discourse like mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people go out to bars to meet people, you know so a lot of these guys that are coming in to our bars they're they're like looking to meet women, and there's a lot of women in these bars that are looking to meet men too or or women meeting women or men be, you know whatever, but then there's sort of a line between the staff and the customers that, that isn't always like a hard line. Um, because some, you know, sometimes, you know, bartenders are single and they they would be interested in meeting people. Uh, what is the, what is that line like? You know, if someone is really interested in someone and you know, if it goes both ways, like, how do you, what do you think that interaction is like? Have you seen that?
0: I think that the, um, like the respect that is is supposed to go back and forth, like across the bar, mm. like I, I don't think of it as being something like hard and, and formal, to where like you can't openly flirt, like with a customer or with a bartender. What I think is important is and I see this with um, people who whose friends, like, come over, even when they're not dating, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes I've seen bartenders leave the bar for extended periods of time to go to, like, a table that's near the bar where their friends are, and and in my head, I'm like, well, even if it's slow, like, that, like, like, that's too much, like, you're still, you're still at work, like, like, you're not just supposed to leave, like, to me, it's like leaving the building, like, unannounced, but I think that like as long as it's perf- like cordial, like respectful of like having like people around you who are like enjoying each other, like I think that, that it's it's okay for that to be like seen. Like I don't I don't think it'd be a good idea just so that guests wouldn't feel like they weren't like they were um, they weren't special and they weren't going to receive the same care. like it wouldn't like go and, like, make out with someone. Like, even if it was, like, at, like, the front door. But, like, like, walking them out and then, like, coming back. Or, like, they come back consistently. Like, as long as I'm not just, like, standing there just talking to them, that kind of just goes back to good habits. Like,
1: Mm -hmm. So if you you have much experience with, with bartenders that you've worked with, like, hitting on customers in the conversely negative way i've
0: mostly seen that in body language and i think that's important as well like like that same guy who like grabbed me when i was turning away to close out like there like he was like he would stare like so often and um and 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 like every time that i would walk by with a tray of glasses he would have something to say and like and he's also like the kind of guest who like come comes to bar with like with work like with like a laptop, mm-hmm. and um and so it's like so you know it's like like oh don't don't you have work like don't you <laughs> did like you like you came here to purposely like get a drink and then not be distracted by many things but it's like oh but clearly like you're distracted like by me every time I walk by like um
1: it's like it's pretty obvious
0: yeah and. Yeah and it's I think that some people don't realize like their like the level of intensity with which they're staring but um but yeah I've seen both guests and like bartenders like do that and also like I've seen like guys do the whole like where they comment to their friend but like they don't hide it very well or they do it in the, in the open rather than like
1: mm-hmm. going but, in the back They're very conspicuously Yeah and like
0: comments. that I I think that even if what they're they're saying is not particularly negative, that whole like pack like oh well look at her like even if even if the person doesn't mind it like and you know, just kind of like that that hierarchy how it's like that that set up mm-hmm. like that that relationship. And I, I think, uh, I think it's not the
1: best. I'm always curious about guys that take these kind of approaches, and I hear a lot of yeah, or I used to hear a lot of guys talk about like, oh, it's just a numbers game, you know? If you, if you do it enough times, like one of is gonna work. And it's like that sounds just so unsatisfying to everyone involved, to the to the guy that's yeah. doing it, and and to the, especially the women that they're doing it too. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe statistically that'll work, but yeah. why don't we think of a better approach here? That's just yeah. better for you and them, you know?
0: Because you're also like you're. I think that you're you're setting yourself up for, for failure because even even someone who, is like. Is, barely interested in having a conversation. Like they, I think most people don't want to be thought of as objects. And don't want to be thought of as having no personality or character. So it doesn't have to be all the way in the other, in the other direction, where every flirtatious or, or sexual or romantic encounter you have, like has to be like a really like really strongly bonded, and you have to go on like a certain number of dates, at least know something about each other, like like spend spend some time.
1: I think it's important to understand that there's another human being on the other side of it that, that has emotions just like you do. I think a lot of these yeah these interactions are more about like if a guy's grabbing or being you know offensive or whatever, it's like it I think it's more about them, and they're they have some need or they're missing something or they feel like they're mm-hmm. they need to be in control because maybe they don't have a lot of control or what it, it you know you you never know. Where these people are coming from. Um.
0: And that i I think from from the conversation of my friends and also like the like topics that I see on like TED Talks is like mm-hmm. it's a really big thing. like there's there's nothing necessarily wrong with like Tinder and whatnot, but it's how they those kinds of things feed into being afraid of emotions and not many people, like, spending time, like, knowing how to deal with them and being, like, being comfortable with conflict. Because even even conflict resolution in, like, business and other contexts,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, it's concentrated on, like, what words are you saying or, like, what strategies you're going to take. And, I mean, yeah, as human beings, like, I think that there's only... certain stoic point that you can reach and that it it just wouldn't make sense if there wasn't emotion involved like you you can't you can't take emotion completely out
1: totally a lot of these situations they can be even traumatic to to put a word to it how do you take care of yourself uh, in these kind of circumstances, because there are things that are going to happen, unfortunately, unless our society changes drastically, which is a slow burn, but mm-hmm. uh, you know we still got to come to work every day. And I think that we, st- I think that we, um, we all love our jobs despite the the difficulties. How do you hold on to yourself day to day when knowing that you have to deal with these things, these unfortunate things, sometimes?
0: Um, I think that healthy self-talk is important. Um, I, I don't have a lot of good tips in that arena, but at the very least not saying things like, um, oh, I'm stupid or automatically like, oh, it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. Like recognizing that, um, that context is really important and that, um, you know, let let's say like you did make a mistake, like your like your phone died, and so like a situation didn't go as as well as it could have. Um, like forgiving, like forgiving yourself, and that like it's not just something that you see in planners. Like that's something that no matter how well or how badly the day went, I think is like it's almost like like brushing your teeth, like something you kind of. Just, Want to like say to yourself?
1: It's like a practice. Yeah, a daily practice. It's a matter of being honest with yourself, making it a practice, not being too hard on yourself. And
0: also like being being honest with yourself. Like I've I've enjoyed like reading, and I've been reading about like habits and that kind of thing. Is is that being honest with yourself doesn't mean that like you can't have a system. Or that you're not working towards a goal like that happens to me a lot, like in the sense of when people like know how much I work on a certain day, um, or something like that, and, and they'll either be like, "Oh, that's too much," or "Oh, that's a good hustle." And to me, it's like it's all about like what's what's in what's in the middle. Like, mm. I think that sometimes we're like quick to come to conclusions about. Um, but like, like how, how people like systematize things and then, and then we confuse ourselves about like, what's like good for us. Like if someone plays, plays with their dog during a day and they don't work in their business plan, like I'm not going to assume that they don't like, and let's say I know they have one. I'm not going to assume that like they're slacking. Like, I'm glad
1: because you just described something that I do regularly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, well, thank you so much, Celia, for being on the show. It was really great talking to you. You had a lot of great advice.
0: Yeah, thank you, Justin. Yeah, the art of conversation. That's um, I think it's a, a lifelong thing.
1: Absolutely. Cheers. That was Celia Camacho. Really a great discussion on this topic. This is one of the more challenging and nuanced things we have to deal with. It was really wonderful to hear Celia's experience and perspective. Make sure to hit subscribe. We have new conversations every week. And be sure to check out your86.com, Y O U R E 86.com. Hop on our mailing list and share us with your friends in the industry. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.